0: You're listening to the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast, episode 47. Hello, 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 my friends. Today is a very good day because as this episode airs, I am officially one month away from my wedding, which is so... Freaking weird. I am progressively getting more and more emotional about this. <laughs> I think I cry at least once a day. Uh, a good kind of cry. I'm a little stressed, not gonna lie, but I, uh, I'm i stressed about planning. It's a lot of work and you would think as a wedding photographer I would have like a way better handle on all of this. But it's this is a lot of work trying to do this and maintain a business and have a somewhat normal social life a little bit. And so... There's just a lot happening. I'm very getting getting more and more cheesy and emotional and feeling all the butterfly feelings and so it's good it's a good time to be alive right now. But That's not what we're talking about on today's episode. I just felt like I needed to throw that out there because that's what I'm feeling right now. But I will say that since we're a little bit in our feels today, I thought today's topic was appropriate for anybody who might be feeling all kinds of things for different reasons. So on this episode, I'm gonna be teaching you how to add passion back into your business or your hobby or whatever it is that you do, specifically business, because this is a business and marketing podcast podcast. But if you're listening and you have any sort of avenue in your life where it's something you need to be doing or have to do and you don't feel super passionate about it right now, maybe you've lost a little sense of your purpose, then um, this one's for you. So I want you to think back for a minute. Think back to when you first started this journey and your heart was just full and on fire and you felt like you could tackle the world. I remember that feeling so well. I remember all the butterflies and that bubbly attitude I had because I was going to make it big. I was going to do all these things, kick butt, make money, help people. But as the years went on, some of that can fizzle out and those feelings and those things that you used to enjoy so much are now maybe a little bit mundane. They're kind of your day-to-day tasks. You're getting maybe like a little bit bored with it all that kind of stuff. I feel it. Maybe you feel like you're lacking that purpose and you need to redefine your why. Like why the heck are you even still doing this? So friend, I just want you to know you're not alone. So many of us struggle through seasons like this and the truth is life is full of changes and what you do now or why you do it could totally change in the future. So I want to explore this idea a little further. How to discover your purpose in business so that you can use this to serve others well and grow both financially but also emotionally. So, I've done episodes in the past that are about discovering your why. You can go back through and check them out. Um, I did a really good one with my friend Jackie, and I believe it was episode 14 on how to really, it's a deep dive on finding your why in your business. And I've had a few other ones here and there that. kind of trickle into different ways of doing this. But um, this one will kind of go along with those episodes. However, I am adding some different and new elements to it. So um, if this is kind of a little motivational pep talk that you need, then uh, stick around because we're going to be getting into all of those juicy deets right now. So when I was about seven or eight years old, I was diagnosed with several autoimmune diseases, and these conditions affected my body in a pretty harsh way, which also in turn affected me pretty emotionally. And right around this same time was when I started to get into horses. And my doctors had told me that because of my physical health, riding horses probably was not in the cards for me. They said I should probably pick a safer, more calm activity that wasn't going to be so harsh on my body. Now, I'm not going to dive in too heavy onto this story. I've talked about it before on other platforms and other things, but I could make a whole other episode about this and maybe I'll do that in the future because I'm not shy to talk about it. I just, it would take a lot of time. So I have... Just, you know, we'll just leave it at that. I have several autoimmune issues, um, those being arthritis, I have uh, osteoporosis, a lot of things that affect kind of my bones and joints and just overall physical health. So, and if you're unaware of what an autoimmune disease is, it's basically just something that your are um, it's your immune system attacking itself. So, your immune system is what keeps you healthy. Uh, if you have an autoimmune condition, your immune system kind of hates you and uh, does the opposite of what its job is. So, Uh, Grew up in a lot of hospital situations, doctor situations, been on a lot of different medications, done a lot of different procedures um, that I wouldn't wish on anybody, to be honest. But none of this is for like a poor me, boo me story or anything like that. There's a happy ending to all of this. So we'll get there. Don't worry. But uh, I just, I feel like this is important for what we're going to talk about today. So I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. So again, wanted to get into horses. They said, No, do something different. My heart was completely shattered. I had quit cheerleading, dance, gymnastics, all to ride horses and now I was being told that I couldn't do that. And I couldn't go back to cheer, dance or gymnastics either because my body was literally like shutting down. It was really bad when this all first came about. So call it my stubborn pride though, I really could not give up on this idea. Everyone in my life believed that horses were just going to be a phase, that I would grow out of it, that I needed to grow out of it because I literally couldn't do it even if, you know, I kept being stubborn about it and wanted to do it. But spoiler alert, never grew out of it. Horse girls will know that these animals just have something totally ingrained in us that we can't seem to let go of. So I fought this for years and I've always been a believer. I've always been a Christian and I knew that like God had a purpose for me. There was a reason why he made me so passionate and love horses so much and want this so Bad, so I fought for years to be able to ride again, uh, with the goal of getting my own horse one day. I had saved up every last dime that I possibly could at 14 years old. Every, you know, couple to every twenty dollar bill I got for Christmas or for my birthday, I would save it. I'd stash it in like a little mini safe I had in my room any babysitting money I got I was putting it away I've always been a saver by nature so I guess that you know I was always pretty good with money as far as like saving it goes and I decided to put all of this money towards buying my own horse and within that same time frame I was told that I was in remission and which is hallelujah oh my gosh best it's I could cry just thinking about it like such a that's such good news and they told me that I was going to be able to have a somewhat normal life at this point. Um, I was able to slowly start trickling off of all my medications and as it stands today I'm 25 years old. I have not been on medications since high school. Um, I am i Really, don't even go to the doctor on a regular basis anymore. I am in remission. I feel really good. I'm in the best shape of my life. I, it, everything's really, really good. Not to say I couldn't come out of remission in the future, but um, if 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 it does, then that's part of God's plan and it is what it is. But. Um, just wanted to throw that all out there as well. So I saved up all my money and uh, with my parents' blessing, I was able to put that towards buying my own horse. And this was all just, it was such a God thing. It really was. God knew I needed horses in my life, as cheesy as that might sound, but I really believe with a full heart that they are what brought my health back to somewhat normal because I wasn't totally out of remission when I got into horses and when, when I was able to buy my first horse. But I think having a horse and having having this thing that I got to go do every day that I got to look forward to doing and not worrying so much about myself, but being able to take care of this animal and having this responsibility, I think was just what I needed, what my body needed to really get pulled out of this. So why am I telling you all this? Like, what does this story have to do with anything? Well, there are many instances in my life where this same pattern has occurred, but with different events across various seasons of my life. I am stubborn as all get out, and anybody who's close to me in my life sure knows it. And when I set my heart on something, there is not a single thing that I'm going to let stop me from achieving that. And this could be seen as a bad thing, I guess, but I've always kind of seen it as a good quality and a good trait. I'm just a very passionate, ambitious person. And no matter what it is in my life, like I want the best. I want to strive for more and I have to like sometimes remind myself to like sit in the season that I'm in and enjoy it because I'm always like looking for that next best thing. But this was how I was able to get my own horse. This was how I was able to start multiple successful businesses. This is how I even met my fiance. And now I get to use this fire burning passion in me to help teach other people how to live out their impossible dreams. And I don't really believe in the word impossible because I believe with God nothing is. However, However, back then, these things sure felt super impossible. It felt like it was just this distant thing that I was never going to achieve. 11 years ago, if you would have told me that one day I would be making a full-time income working for myself and being able to ride my two horses whenever I want, working with other people's horses, helping brands grow online and build up this Western industry and slowly evolving a photography business into what it is now. I mean, there's just so many different aspects of my life. And it's so funny to think about how this one tiny little business kind of flourished into like 5 million different directions. I would think you were nuts if you told me this, but your girl is out here. She's doing it. And side story, my bachelorette party was over the past weekend and this, I didn't even have this story drafted in my notes, but I was just thinking about it. Um, We were at the pool one day and we met up with this group of guys and Uh, that were also at the pool and they had, it was like a bachelor party. And so we got to talking with them and one of the guys was like asking me what I did. And I was like telling him, you know, I'm a wedding photographer. I've trained horses and I am a business educator. And I think this guy was definitely older than me, but I saw the look on his face and he kind of chuckled when I got to business education because he is probably looking at me like, what a dumb girl like oh haha have you ever even started a business before i mean he did actually say that and i literally saw the look on his face and my initial reaction was i wanted to just shut down and like oh that was so embarrassing like he just thinks i'm such a fraud but then i literally thought to myself i just did an episode on this exact topic a couple weeks ago. If you have been paying attention or listening to this every single week, I just did an episode on imposter syndrome. It's episode 44. I would highly consider going and checking that one out because that's exactly what crossed my mind when I said that. And I, I, instead of like cowering down and going, oh yeah, like, I don't know, it's just like a little thing that I do sometimes, whatever. I like, arch my back, put my shoulders back, chin up. I was like, yep, I've started several successful businesses and I coach other business owners how to do the same thing because it doesn't matter what he thinks. Like, I just thought to myself, he has no idea. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know what I do. He has no insight to me. So that little sense of like judgment or doubt coming from him was just something that I used as motivation to like, prove like you know what I do do this and I kick butt and I've seen other people succeed taking my advice and I've seen other people grow in ways after like letting me coach them and I I'm so proud of all of the students that I've had and like the growth that they've had and it just fulfills my heart so much so just another example of why Even I at this level still experience imposter syndrome and no matter what level you're at you're always going to experience that a little bit and so anyway I just I feel like I had to do a shameless plug for that episode but also let you in on that little story of like things in life might knock you down like somebody might say something to you and it's going to make you want to curl up and just die because you're so embarrassed or you feel like who am I to be doing this but this this is it, like you, if you have a passion for something, you can't, not everyone is going to be on board with it all the time, so you can't let that stop you. I totally got off track, but bringing it back around, full circle moment here, this story of mine, you know, going and getting my first horse and my medical history and all the different events that have led up to all those things, that's really the backbone to my business. My first horse, buying my first horse, he was what started both of my businesses, my first businesses I had as a horse trainer and as a photographer, both started because of him. Because when I got him, I got that same year I got my first camera and I started taking pictures and videos of him and making these little YouTube videos. And so that kind of led me in that direction, but also my horse training business, because when I got him, he was a lot of horse. He was not a very expensive horse. So he needed some training and he is what, and the journey that I've had with him is what got me into training and what made me want to help others with their, their problem horses, if you will. And so I really owe it all to him. So he's the backbone of everything I've ever done. And it's the reason why I do what I do. And again, it sounds a little weird because like he's a horse. So I get that might sound cheesy. And obviously his life has progressed and grown. Like I've added more to my why and why I do what I do. But he really is what started it all from the very, very beginning. So All that being said, today, I want to show you how to add this same fire and passion back into your business to really develop this concept of why you're doing what you're doing. And if you've been feeling maybe a little defeated lately or you're stuck, you're just caught up in these like mundane day-to-day tasks. I want to get you motivated again. So today I'm going to teach you how to get this passion back into your marketing strategy, how to build your following by doing this and increase your profits and just live an overall more meaningful life. So all that, I know this was like a really long intro, but we're going to dive into all of that. And uh, that's, yep, that's it. That's all I got. I feel like I just spent a lot of time talking and now I'm like, words, what are words? What do I say? Anyway, all right. Here's the intro song. Hey, my name is Sarah and I'm a Western photographer, a business educator and a marketing nerd. But most of my friends just know me as the crazy horse girl. My journey started when I bought my $800 horse at 14 and that manifested into a business that changed my life. I'm a cowgirl turned full-time entrepreneur and I have made it my mission to help other Western women and men grow thriving businesses so they can live that small town dream life that they desire while achieving goals bigger than they ever could have imagined. Around here, we cover all things marketing, social media, branding, content creation, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. If you're ready to get to work, learn how to up-level your business and your life and get a little rowdy too, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. So this may seem like a no-brainer, but I need to throw it out there. No one actually knows your why until you tell them. As business owners, I think we kind of fall into this trap of assuming that other people just know what we do and you can get so close to your genius spot. You work really hard at this one passion because remember how it was when you first started. Maybe you didn't know anything. Maybe you're a photographer. Maybe you make soap and you had no idea how to make soap in the beginning, but you learned and step by step you learned better ways to do things, easier ways to do things, and then after a while, the things that used to be so hard have become so easy, but you kind of forget that not everyone has been tracking along at the same pace as you, whether it's someone that's doing the same things as you or someone that's been following you or a a customer, a consumer, whatever that might be, you get so close to where you're currently at that you forget not everyone is on that same exact path as you. So in today's world, and especially in this age of like millennials and progressiveness, consumers are focused a lot more on the story behind businesses and behind products more than just the business itself. You know, back in the day, maybe people were like, oh, I want to buy. I'm hungry. I want cereal. I'm going to just buy that bag of cereal because the bag is red and I like red. But now people want to buy the organic g- cereal that was made in the Himalaya mountains that's, you know, with milk from a cow that was out on the I don't even know I I can't even make this up because I don't eat cereal nor do I eat I mean I do but I don't usually eat cereal I don't buy cereal anymore trying to be healthy okay anyway you know what I mean though people want to hear the story behind the business behind the product behind the service whatever kind of business it is that you have and people make the mistake of just posting the product slapping a price tag on it and then just waiting wondering why people are not clawing at the door to buy from them. It's because you are giving them no reason to. Sally next door could sell the exact same thing, so why should they buy from you instead of her? We need to be sharing why we do this, why we decided to start this specific business so that people can be moved by our story and more inclined to purchase from us. Now, it's not a sales tactic necessarily I know that can sound like slimy maybe you're thinking like oh we're just telling our why so people buy from us I mean yes and no (laughs) because one yeah I gotta pay my bills so I hope people buy some stuff for me but I also want to do it in a meaningful way by just Selling people, if you're lying to people, that's sleazy. If you're telling them a genuine truth as to why you do it and your heart behind it, that's not sleazy. That's not salesy. That is not a bad thing. So we need to get over this concept of like making money is a bad thing, selling to people is a bad thing. No, it is not. If you're selling in the right way with the right intention and the right heart, you are serving people. You're helping people and money is just the exchange to which you can now help these people. So selling is kind of a whole other thing and uh, we could get into all the psychology of it, but You just have to keep in mind, selling is not a bad thing. So I wanna get into the meat of this episode and we are going to dive into three ways that are going to help you define your why on social media specifically because that's where we do a lot of our marketing, right? So the first thing is, what made you start your business? One of the biggest ways to add passion back into your business is to think about why you started your business in the first place. What got you here? What made you come up with this idea? Go deep on this. You do not need to just say, oh, I sell cute coffee mugs for the fun of it because, That's probably not true. Maybe you have this amazing memory with your grandma from when you were a kid and every single morning she would drink her coffee out of this certain kind of mug and tell you a story from her childhood and you just like loved that so much. And now you have this business as a way to keep that tradition alive. That's the story behind those mugs and for me personally my story behind my photography business was buying my first horse buying my first camera around the same time or being i guess i was gifted my first camera from my parents um but taking these pictures of my horse and the videos and how the passion of mine with horses kind of turned into this love of photography but not just any kind of photography specifically in the western industry people that are horse people um that is how this has evolved over the past gosh 10, 11 years now. It's crazy to think about, my goodness. But it has evolved so much. So I want to know what's the story behind why you started what you did. You have to think deep. And this could go way back to your childhood, or it could go back to a year ago. Whatever is that initial stepping stone, I want to know what made you start the business, the specific business that you are in. And again, don't just tell me, even if you're with like an MLM company or something and you're like, okay, well, I just needed some extra income and someone talked me into it. Okay. Why did you need that extra income? And why did you choose specifically that MLM? You know, what, why do you feel like you need more income? What are you trying to achieve with that more of that income? And why did you choose skincare products over shampoo? Or why did you choose, you know, a clothing line over a dog leash selling business I don't know but you know that's what I'm saying you have to you have to really go deep with this and like I said before we did an episode on like really diving into that concept on episode 14 of this podcast so I highly would recommend going and checking that out as well the second thing that you need to be doing is asking yourself what are you doing to change the world And this can feel super big and like scary. Like, whoa! I just sell, you know, origami. Like, why? Do people sell origami? Is that a thing? Uh, I just sell origami, Sarah. Like, how is that changing the world? Like, I'm not changing the world. I just sell folded paper. I mean, just you know, it. Hey, origami is cool. Okay, I tried to make something like a paper airplane, and I can never do it. So, anyway. Um, But I bet you would feel pretty passionate about what you do if you believed that your origami was actually changing the world. And guess what? It can be. And I need you to bear with me on this one because I know it might feel like a stretch, but listen here. Changing the world is a concept that is thrown around a lot, right? Everybody's like, oh, I want to change the world. And I think... The reason why it feels so big or like your small business that you have, it you know, could never change the world. Why it feels like that is because we interpret this the sentence changing the world as something that you can only do if you are super wealthy, you're really famous, or you're really smart. But I disagree. I have always pursued this idea of if I could just change one person or help this one person do this one thing, then I'm one step closer to helping change the world. And the truth of the matter is, as a Christian, I know personally, I myself cannot change the world, but I can help through my business, bring people closer to Jesus, who I know can change the world. And now we're getting really deep. We're adding a whole other element to this. I get that. But even if you're not a Christian, there is so much more to you and to your business and to what you are doing. Even if you are a stay-at-home mom, there's a purpose in that. And you have to define that as a way to give yourself passion to move forward. And you better believe that this is going, if you can get this mindset, this is gonna add passion to your business. If you believe, yes, what I'm doing, even if it is something as simple as selling shampoo, You are changing the world because what you sell physically is shampoo and conditioner. But what you are selling emotionally is confidence. Maybe the shampoo that you are selling is supposed to help hair growth come back. And maybe this is for women that have hair loss or you know, and they feel super not confident. So you're selling so much more than just a bottle of shampoo. You're selling this confidence and this. Happiness in people and this joy that you're giving people through this product. So you have to think about the bigger picture and go deep with this. And then the last thing to ask yourself is why do you love what you do? If you cannot tell me, if I were to ask you right now to your face, why do you love what you do? If you cannot tell me immediately off the top of your head, if it doesn't just jump out of your soul because you are just so completely obsessed with your business, what are you even doing? Now, this isn't to say, I think there's, there you know, this could get maybe like twisted the wrong way of like, you have to be obsessed with your business. You have to be in love with your business. Because no, not necessarily. I don't believe we should be absolutely in love with our work and our jobs. We need to have that balance for sure. It should not be everything to us in our lives. But you should love what you do because if you don't love the business that you're in, why why do that versus just going to a nine to five job or an everyday job where it comes with benefits and it comes with a guaranteed check every week or two weeks or whatever instead of stressing yourself out over being a business owner. So I think you need to be, if you're going to have a business, you obviously started it for a reason. You have a passion about it. Maybe you do love it. And it's so important to pull that out of us because I think a lot of times we just shove that down. We don't think about it. We, again, get stuck in like the mundane day-to-day tasks, don't really think about why we love it. It can really drag us down and then every day we just feel like we're dragging our feet. We're not inspired. We're not motivated. We don't want to do it anymore. We can't remember why we're even doing this anymore. So... I like to take a day where I just maybe go sit down, I journal, I go outside, I go ride my horses, I do whatever I do that kind of is going to spark that remembrance of why I'm doing this, like what got me here? And so again, we can lose our spark sometimes, it's totally normal. But there should be more good days than bad days, in my opinion, especially when you're owning your own business. So otherwise, it might be time to reevaluate, reevaluate what you're doing, what kind of business you're in. Maybe it's time to start something different. Maybe it's time to go a different route, change something, because I truly believe we were not born to just work a daily job that we hate. If you work a nine to five job and you love it, like, good for you. It's not for me, but I... I think you should be happy no matter what you're doing and enjoy it. And even if it's not your dream job, if you just are okay with it and you like it and you have a good time with it. I mean, I watched my mom personally go to a job that I know wasn't her dream job, but she enjoyed it because she enjoyed the people she was with. So maybe that's your situation. Um, You know, maybe it's not, you know, the most passionate thing you've ever done, but you work hard at it because you're a hardworking person and you enjoy being there. Like it's not totally horrible. So that's perfectly okay too if that's your situation and I also just want to say too like if you work a nine-to-five job or you work just a normal job and you can't get out of it maybe you don't love it and you're struggling because you're like I can't start a business or starting a business isn't for me but I'm not really passionate about my nine-to-five job there are ways to find passion about that job too. I listen to if you guys are you know, interested in listening to a different type of podcast, there's a Christian podcast called Becoming Something. And I can't remember which episode it was exactly, but um, there was an episode kind of along this topic. And they basically were saying that, you know, you weren't put on this earth necessarily to be happy with every single situation, right? Like it's not all rainbows and sunshine. And as Christians, we know like bad things still happen in the world. But what we need to remember is our passion comes from God. Our passion comes from Jesus and everything that he did for us. And so even at a normal nine to five job that maybe you're not absolutely crazy about, you can find passion in it because we were put here to work hard and to bring people closer to Jesus and bring people closer to God. So maybe your job is where right where God wants you to be, because he puts you there in order to bring your co-workers closer to god or whatever mission you're on is going to it's you're always evangelizing in some way shape or form we're supposed to be building community and bringing people closer to god and showing them this light and being a light wherever we are planted so i that always kind of helped me anytime i'm in a situation where maybe i'm like you know not super thriving it's not what i would necessarily pick for myself but i think about why did god put me in this position right god has this great plan for me God put me in this exact season of my life in this exact spot for a reason and for a greater purpose and I always believe that it's because that is where I was supposed to be to bring light to the kingdom of God to bring people closer to that um, and to be a good representation and a good steward of his, of his word. so I think that is what for me personally has always helped and I hope that that idea helps you as well so in quick little review to cover all the things that we talked about as far as finding passion getting passion back into your marketing strategy and into your business think about your story think about what brought you here and then i want you to ask yourself three questions these are three different ways that you can help define your why on social media publicly so What made you start your business? What's the story behind it? What are you doing to change the world? And why do you love what you do? I hope this helps you guys. I hope it gives you the blueprint to starting the process of figuring out your why and figuring out that passion again in your business and getting inspired and getting motivated and feeling like, okay, you're doing this for a greater purpose. This is not just to make money and to live and die. This is for the greater good of the world. And you are, you are, you're changing it. You have to believe that you are a world changer. So um, I love you guys. I hope this helps. Please shoot me a message on Instagram if you have any questions or if you would like to just share your story with me, I would be happy to hear it. I would actually be more than happy what's the word elated that's a word right I would be elated to hear your story I would love that so much so also if you're tuning in make sure to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram as well and I'll share it to my story I love you so so much I hope you guys have the most fantastic day ever and I will catch you in the next one Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. To stay up to date on the show, give input, ask questions, and more, make sure to join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and check out all of the show notes by going to Sarah Elrod slash Branded Cowgirl Podcast. That's Sarah Elrod slash Branded Cowgirl Podcast. And if you have not yet, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can continue to grow and get into the ears of more Western creatives just like you. All right, y'all. I will see you in the next one.